Welcome to the Location Technology Podcast from Kuppa, bringing you everything you need to know about all things location. Find out more at kuppa.com forward slash podcast. All right, let's get started. Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to this first edition of Kuppa's podcast under the Location Technology Show. Uh, my name is Jesse Pananen, or Jesse. I'm the marketing manager here at Kuppa. And today I'm joined by our chief customer officer, Fabio Belloni. Would you like to introduce yourself? Thank you, yes, for having me here. So I'm Fabio Belloni, co-founder of Coupa, chief customer officer. Um, I lived in Finland for now more than 20 years. Um, I moved here originally for studying. Then uh, I did my PhD in Finland. And then I started working at Nokia. And uh, that's where I started, by the way, to do location technologies. And then after Nokia, I joined the founding team of Coupa. And time flies very fast. And meanwhile, within the 20 years, I got married. I have two kids and uh, and here I am in Italy and living in Finland. It's quite the op- like opposite to me because I was born in Finland, but then I spent 20 years in the UK. Hence why the why the Brit- more British accent. So, but yeah, I'm back now, which is uh, which is nice. Obviously, Finland is a very beautiful country. But um, yeah, happy to happy to be here. And um, where does it rain more? Is it Finland or definitely rains more in England? Yeah, for sure. Okay, oh God, so yeah. okay. The weather the weather in England is notoriously bad. As I'm sure many many people are aware. Anyway. <laughs> But um, yeah, we wanted to give a short introduction and um, talk about uh, why we have started this podcast series. So let's let's give a brief intro into Kupa first. So do you want to take it? Should I take it? I, I think you take it. Okay. So Kupa was uh, initially established in 2012 uh, from the team that was responsible in the uh, Nokia Research Center for researching location-based technologies. And we've grown to be a team of over 50 uh, employees now with a variety of offices all across the world. Our head office is here in Espoo in Finland. Yeah, constantly expanding and growing. So I think we wanted to start this kind of podcast as a new medium for explaining a variety of different uh, topics uh, in, a, in a more conversational environment. So. Yeah, yeah. We want to leave you. I think that one of the idea was let's give the possibility to people to ask the, the, the dummy question. Yeah, like the question that you don't dare to ask in an official meeting. Maybe in this kind of more informal setup, if you roll in your question to us, you submit it to us, we could try to find a spot where we could get the right person on the mic and to explain what what is that about. It should be really almost like a radio discussion, a colloquial uh, exchange between uh, uh, people that uh, is interesting to learn and someone that maybe has a field of expertise into a given topic that could relate directly or indirectly into location technologies. But I think the location technology over the years has grown so broadly. I mean, when we started to do location back more than 15 years ago, um, there was a time where people were asking us, why don't you use GPS? GPS is for free, satellites are in the sky. Why do you need something for tracking an object indoor? Nowadays, I believe there is a common understanding of why GPS is not suitable for indoor. 
but there are different challenges and questions that are growing into the mind of people, especially approaching the RTLS and the vocation world. And I think that within this podcast, the idea is to try to find those questions, surface it. And since we have been around and doing this for quite long, not saying we have all the answers, <laughs> but we have a bunch of them <laughs> yeah, yeah. that we would be happy to, to kind of share. I think that's the idea, right? Yeah, I think so. And and one of the one of the beneficial things about kind of having a podcast medium is that a lot of the times we find with our customers when when they speak to our sales engineers or or you kind of write things through email, it's kind of a little bit more difficult to understand the context of of how we're saying it. So it's always a little bit easier to listen to people as they try to explain things. And I know that in many, many situations, we've been on um, customer calls with our partners or our customers, and we've had one of our experts come in, whether that is well, you, for example, or Kimmo, or uh, Antti, who is our CTO. So, And when, when they come into these uh, discussions and they actually just explain things to people in a conversational manner, right. it, it, people kind of... I think they buy into that. Yeah. That's what's uh, happening. I mean, I remember um, I've been in many congresses, many conferences, and, uh, and, and oftentimes I was on the floor in the exhibition centers as part of a booth uh, and uh, explaining what location technology was. And especially in the early days, people were coming to, to, to me and ask, why do I need location? And um, so I, I was always... Uh, trying to give some examples, starting from sport, because sport is very intuitive. Um, you know, everyone likes some sort of team sport, whether yeah. it's soccer, whether it's ice hockey, whatever it is. And uh, they kind of grasp quite fast into the concept of uh, players moving on the field. If you would know where they are on the field, you could optimize the tactic or you could uh, highlight strength or weaknesses or improve your training, everything. And uh, so oftentimes we were using that one as in landing examples. But then uh, when we were starting to also talk into other vertical market like retail, trucking shopping carts or basket, or in logistics, trucking uh, pallets, tools, uh, I always was fascinated when at the beginning of the conversation, it was me explaining the use case and trying to land a few comprehensive examples to the listener. And then uh, this, the wheel was quickly started to spin in the other way around when they kind of got the eureka moment and grasped how location could be applied within their context. Then to start to tell us, oh, but that means that in my area, of expertise or area of work, I could use your technology for doing A, B, C, D. Absolutely. And uh, as has as always been fascinating for me because it doesn't make this job at all boring. Yeah. Like even after what, nine years now that Coupa has been founded and myself and, and, and other part of the team have been working on location technology for more than 15, I still find myself on a daily basis in calls where one minute I'm talking about uh, retail, logistics, uh, warehousing. The next minute I end up talking about uh, uh, military training uh, and security and safety. And then by the evening uh, I'm talking about sport or I'm talking about how to use location technology in agriculture. Yeah. So it's it's so diverse the 
the, the landing of location technology across businesses that uh, to me is still an extremely fascinating work. For sure. And I think that's one of the interesting things that I find about working at Corpo, which is that we have a we have a bit of an internal joke, obviously, saying our target market is uh, every user in every country in every industry. So because because we're narrowing, a, we're narrowing <laughs> our scope. We are for sure, yeah. And uh, I think this is a great great uh, medium for us to be able to talk with other people, and it's it's not going to be. Um, just specifically talking about like the technical functionalities that we have uh, within our software suite or what our product actually does. Okay. Right? It's uh, bringing in some more of those kind of commercial elements and talking to people about some of those considerations that you should uh, think about when buying a location technology, which uh, depending on which kind of vertical market that you would like to go into. And maybe to, to your point would be to, to also bring into this conversation some of those elements that people don't make it to the marketing material yeah. or don't make it to the official uh, meetings. So to, for instance, start to talk about, unfortunately, we can't reveal names, uh, but we can talk about some use case uh, that make maybe more sense than others or some curiosity around the house and people wanting to use location technologies. Yeah. I still remember when once we got contacted for tracking cheese in a cheese factory. Okay, interesting. Uh, it, 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 took me, it took me, I have to admit, uh, a, a few minutes to, to kind of wrap my mind around the idea of what's the value in there. Yeah. But I still remember when the, the person on the other side of the line was very passionately explaining why is it important to know how cheese move within the factory during maturation, fermentation, whatever quality control. Yeah. I was like, wow, I never thought that to eat my mozzarella there was so many steps yeah. that needed to be qualified and certified. And, uh, and or, or another one where people wanted to track some thousands of chickens uh, running around a field. And, uh, and I was like, why do you need to do that? And then when explaining the dynamics, the, the, the cost, the reasoning, the infection in that case, yeah. control and animal behavior to um, kind of separate from the pack someone that is, is, is sick or potential to become sick just based on analyzing the movement. It was fascinating on uh, how many use cases technology yeah, could have. Absolutely. And it's uh, even not just about use cases, because I think in the industry that we or, or this kind of location technology that we work in at the moment is not so much a standardized uh, industry. So a lot of the terminology, for example, mm. is, is extremely diverse in terms of when we True. talk about specific words. Actually, when you when you compare that word within our technology to either competing technologies or what the market would understand uh, that that kind of terminology to be, I think this is a great forum for us to kind of explain our take on it because we are obviously kind of we come up with our own definitions or, or we have definitions for the words, but we kind of use them in our own way, which I'm sure other companies use also. Absolutely, and and I think that the the, the vocabulary, the glossary around location technology is practically get get formed constantly yeah. because it started as a niche and now is becoming more mainstream and as more industry are gathering interest they coin their own terminology which then become mainstream as well and i think that just recently we came across across a great example of this when talking about the differences between position proximity 
and location or positioning. Yeah. And I mean, it, it, it was abundantly evident that uh, different markets, different industries, for instance, they interpret the term proximity in a very different ways. So I think that within this discussion, we probably surface some of those and we yeah. give our take to it. I don't think we were going to be shy of, of saying when things don't make sense. At least we will, we will give our take on why they don't make sense. If someone wants to comment on that, please, yeah. please do so. Um, but uh, yeah, to keep it, I think, informative and colloquial as much as possible would be a great achievement. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I guess I guess that's a brief overview into uh, what to kind of expect from the Corpa podcast. And uh, we will be having a variety of, I don't know, I guess, guest speakers coming in, both from Corpa and also um, from our partners and some of the some of the people that we work with. Yeah. Obviously, we have a huge um, ecosystem of partners that we work with, whether they're system integrators or solution providers, tag vendors, as well as uh, kind of other types of partners like alliance or technology partners. For example, we work a lot with Bluetooth and a lot of silicon yeah. vendors. So I think understanding the relationships between Corpa and, and all the partners that we actually work with will be a great opportunity for the public to kind of see, you know, where, where we fit in the kind of value chain. Mm. Because it's, it's important to know that when you're looking for location-based services or location technology, it's, it's very often that one company cannot fulfill everything that you, no, the that market you require. is way too big. I mean, exactly. there's no way to do that. I mean, that's something that I still remember many years ago when we were still at Nokia. Nokia was big back then. Uh, I'm talking about uh, the, the mid-2000s. We're definitely market leader in, in many fronts. And, uh, and we were analyzing uh, as researchers uh, and innovators how the indoor location market could expand and how location technology could become relevant. And when, when we were running some of those early early numbers, it was already overwhelming to, to think that uh, potentially location could be used uh, everywhere, anywhere across uh, building uh, um, facilities, uh, uh, working life, uh, home use, uh, uh, professional settings, uh, private settings, enterprise, uh, sport and recreation, uh, and, and you name it. And in some cases, it's even outdoor, because let's, let's not forget that when you go between indoor and outdoor, the transition is not just uh, as clear as walking through a door. Like if you think about being in downtown New York or in any city mm. where you have high buildings, skyscrapers, and so on, you do experience um, what, what is called a urban effect, which affect whatever large scale global uh, radio technology it's, it's used. GPS is one of them. Yeah. And I believe that if you ask to any, anybody living in New York or in any big city, any taxi driver, uh, you know, your ways or your Google Maps doesn't all work as it should. Mm -hmm. And, um, of course, there is a great aid uh, provided during the years to make those technology works more and more reliably. But there has been improvement done over the years to complement to the fact that GPS alone cannot do it because yeah. of the structure. And that's also where there is a little bit of gray area on uh, 
defining really indoor or outdoor yeah. technologies. Absolutely. So that could be also something that we will, as talking to different stakeholders <clears throat> and different uh, colleagues or customer, maybe surface as some kind of example. Absolutely. <clears throat> well, yeah, I guess that brings us nicely on to the next point, which is that if, if any of our listeners on the line actually have any uh, requests that they would they would like to hear us talk about, then uh, we would definitely recommend you send your request to us here at Kulpa. Um You can email us at marketing at com and uh, let us know what you're what you're kind of interested in, and we'll see if uh, if we get enough requests, we'll uh, <laughs> we'll cover the topic. Oh my gosh, but this is going to be the first of a long series. I, I hope. I, I believe uh, so. We yeah. we already have hundreds of topics that we could talk about. So there's uh, there's no lack of content, but obviously we want to put our customer first, become a lot more of a customer centric company, and. Uh, deal with and explain some of the more complex uh, problems that we have or the, the things that our customers uh, face issues with within the industry and kind of try and bring some clarity to that through this podcast. Yeah, I think that we should definitely try to prioritize as much as we can also based on the feedback that we get from the listener so that they can tell us what they would like to for sure to know and uh, we'll do our best to prioritize Absolutely. or to bring the expert online. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Which might not be you, it might not be me, no, it might, it might no. be someone else, but let's, yeah, uh, definitely. Let, let's see how it develops. Definitely, time. even we don't know it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, um, thank you very much for listening to this first uh, episode, and uh, hopefully we'll see you again on the next one. Thank you, Fabio. Thank you, yes, sir. Take care. Bye. Take care. Bye.